We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hi, Blue Wire listeners. I'm Greg Olson. I'm excited to partner with Blue Wire to bring you TE1, a podcast where I interview the tight ends who have revolutionized the position. Listen in as I have raw, in-depth conversations with the all-time greats like Shannon Sharp, Tony Gonzalez, Travis Kelsey, and George Kittle. We'll explore how the tight end position has changed over the last 60 years and what it takes to be the very best. Subscribe to TE1 from Blue Wire Studios today so you're ready for the August premiere. I'm TK Breezy, and we're gonna like do this thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's gonna be something nice. Like, imagine not coming to the stream and watching this right now. You're like so missing out. I can't even believe. Anyway, anyway, uh, <laughs> I I don't even know why do you have that. First of all, I have uh, GoXLR, and it lets me change stuff on the fly. So, like, why are you judging me? Okay, that's the better. I'm not. Thing. There's no judgment happening here, bro. I'm just I curious. I can hear it in your voice. What do you? No, no, wow. not at all. Wow. Sorry. Can't man. get a second opinion here, bro. That's crazy. So, how about some topics, TK? So about these topics, bro. We're gonna like uh, talk about some of the cool stuff that you guys are like interested in talking about and those things will be uh the patch that really didn't bring much but it seems to have brought more hype than uh min min and uh then we're going to talk about some questions but uh i guess first up we'll get into the oh and, and locals opening up i'm not sure we've been talking about that a lot throughout the weeks but uh well there's always something new to talk about so uh first things first is the patch austin uh was there anything that i missed outside of the patch outside of uh it updating the online and small battlefield uh that's pretty much it i'm pretty sure someone's mentioned something about ui changes but i didn't see it i think maybe he was talking about the stage list itself when you select it 
you can select now random Omega, random uh, Battlefield. Like it's actually an option that you can pick without having to like switch over. So the stage list itself has been changed a bit to allow more DLC stages to come in the future. But other than that, like, um, yeah, the, the online changes seem like they're trying to just make the preferred rules be a little bit better in Elite Smash. But as for like connectivity, playing online, it feels the same. And it's probably placebo if you think it feels different. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of that. I heard there was actually uh, in one on one lobbies now there's 60 packets instead of 30 packets being sent or something like that. So that should make it feel better for literally only one on one lobbies. So that still doesn't solve the pro- problem of, uh, you know, our online tournaments and having to have a spectator in there because you're still getting the same Wi Fi that we had before, which is like, I don't know, we're trying to get away from that. So, um, I don't know. It's like a it's a patch for one on ones for sure. It's a patch for one on ones, and I guess streamers, you know, for to since we're doing one on one lobbies anyway, that's great, you know. But for the most part, I, I don't want to. I ain't trying to see like, oh, this is revolutionizing the game, uh, play right now. It's not like we're still having the same Wi Fi that we've had before. Just now, there's a couple more packets being sent depending on how you're playing. I don't even know what that means. Like, I, I uh, like- it's supposed to make it more stable, and that's it. So I don't think that really takes away the the like issue with like the buffer and all that people saying they're getting more inputs than they uh like more missed inputs than usual that might be uh, some hive mind stuff too but um i i played today and i don't know i haven't played wi-fi in a while so it was like uh it it was just wi-fi to me i feel like if i was like a hardcore wi-fi player and i played every day maybe i would have noticed a difference Mm. but i haven't so yeah yeah, I, I think it's like I don't even I haven't touched it yet. I've just been going off what people have said. Uh, th- there's no way that the online would get fixed like on a small change like this. Like for the internet, to, the only get fixed it has to get added rollback, and I feel like that's going to take a lot, a lot, a lot of work to do. So that's not going to be like any small patch, you know. And it's I don't think yeah. it's something that's even worth Nintendo's time. And also, Bandit, they have to get Bandit and Namco on board for it too. So it's just it's, it, that looks like it's a lot, a lot of work. So. We're just kind of dealing with what we have, but uh, I have been playing Brawlhalla this past week, and okay. bro, that game online is nice. I've never, I, I, I can't believe it. It feels like I'm playing offline when I play that game, and it makes yeah, me, I mean, it makes me sad. That Smash doesn't have that. I mean, that's what they've been toting forever. They, they started as a PC game. You can't become like a PC, a free to play PC game, and have bad internet, like. <laughs> that's why Brawlhalla is so popular. That's why they got picked up by a bigger company. You know, like mm. they did the right things. Um, games open everyone. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it takes a little while to get used to. I feel like lower level Brawlhalla can definitely not show you the greater parts of Brawlhalla because when you're low level, you're not punishing as much stuff as you're supposed to. You're not making the reads or whatever. But once you see high level Brawlhalla and what you can achieve, you can understand that game actually can get a little uh, complex. So, no. Yeah, the game actually looked pretty okay. So um, I might do it a little bit more just to see if i have fun with it or not but it's just it's sad because then i i go back and then i play smash like man smash feels so fun like playing a smash ultimate training mode like i'll just like hit the target for a bit try to just practice some combos feels nice i go online not the same so it's a shame but yeah the the online's still not fixed however the biggest thing that came from that patch was definitely small battlefield baby battlefield that uh baby battlefield um yeah, it took off the top platform, moved the platforms in a little bit. Um, it, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, man, you can kind of compare this to PS2, but the thing about it is that it really is, like, a very small version of most stages. It might be the smallest stages we can legally play on right now if it ends up making it into uh, stage list. But 
at that point in time, I'm kind of like, what do we do we have we are redundant on the platform layout? Right. And is that gonna be a problem? You know? I think that's what if the... I really don't want to play against a dual plat or biplat? And so now I have to ban both small battlefield and PS2. And if you have your Nova on, I might still end up being there anyway. So I don't know. Okay, I think with small battlefield, your Nova should not be legal anymore. Like I think I think that it should replace your Nova for the stageless that do have it. Because like that's wasn't just... your Nova there because it was a big stage though? Uh, it's PS2 is bigger. I thought. Is it okay? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought, I'd have to you look know, that up, but I mean, you're probably correct. I I, I don't like I don't I don't really understand some of the logic behind some of the stage lists. I know there are some regions that add stage lists that just like, hey, we're going to make every stage ever that has remotely a little bit of competitive te- integrity legal. And then you get the more conservative stage lists that t- tend to just try to uh, thin them out. Like uh, right now, I know in New Jersey, they're talking about making the Collision series. They're trying to have six stages right now. So, and uh, that's that's a big topic right now. People are wondering how Small Battlefield is going to fit into the stage list. Some people have been talking about should it replace PS2? And which I think no. But it then again you come into the problem where like I don't want to deal with someone with only two platforms. Yeah. Man, uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be this is gonna be a this is about to be an argument point for like the next three months, by the way. Like I can already oh, there's nothing yeah. else to talk about. So this Just is gonna be talked about forever. Like, oh man. Okay. Play the game. I don't care what I don't care where we fight. I think I, I would like the stages to be as small as possible so I have less stages to learn, you know? And there's, it's less convoluted when you have to like, okay, uh, like Esam's, uh, for instance, said he wanted nine stages to so just add on to the list. Fuck it. But then it's like, okay, so you get three bands, so it's gonna take forever to ban stages to go for through starters and counter picks. Like it just, it already, it already takes longer than every other fighting game underneath the sun where you just pick a stage or it's random stage and go. So like that's why I'm a big fan of the smaller the better because it makes it go by faster. There's less stages to go through. But that's just my opinion. Like, I'll, I'll play on any stage. Like, I'm not saying get ban Yoshi's or Vlad, even though I feel like I prefer them to be off. I'm okay with them being legal. Mm-hmm. So that's that's just my thought on the stage list. But yeah, you're right. It's going to be a topic that we're going to be talking forever. And I feel bad for the TOs. They're going to have to decide what to do. Now, speaking of TOs, I guess we can get into our next topic. There's even more locals opening up. Now, I don't know if people are just not paying attention to the news, um, but... The coronavirus has not really got better here, you know? Like, we're, there's more mandated stuff, like, oh, you got to wear your mask everywhere and all that good stuff. But a lot of people are, are still not following that mandate, not even wearing their masks uh, correctly, and um, and are still, you know, you don't know what these people have been doing in their free time. Like, there's a lot of people who are, like, going on vacations, going to beaches and shit, like, where there's a bunch of other people, you know? And I just, I I, I don't think that we are in a position to be opening up anything. However... I understand the business aspect on on that side now a little more. I mean, it's been a long time since we've done any type of tournaments. And that means that businesses are taking harder and harder hits. And they can't really, like, bail themselves out. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's there's no, like, savings fund for this. Like, the whole fund that they were – the whole reason they had the store is because they were getting consistent business. But if you're not getting consistent business, then it becomes a real issue. Um, I just – I still don't agree with things opening up. But at this point in time, like, I feel like I've talked that so many times – that whatever I'm going to say is just going to fall on the same ears, you know, like that's kind of like how I felt when I suggested the topic that we, we've talked about this to death. But the reason I decided to bring it up is because I literally went to Smash GG and it's like a whole page 
of tournaments that are opening up that are locals that are happening right now. Like if you, if you go to smash Eugene, just try to look, you'll find tons and tons of tournaments granted those tournaments. The good news is a lot of them are like 10 or less people, 10 or less entrance. So it's not as bad as it could be, but it's still yeah. like, you should, you should not be indoors with people. Like if, if like, unless they're like your roommates or someone that you're really close with, I, I don't know. Like, like if we could have like an outdoor tournament, like that would be great. I don't know how we could arrange that, but like, I feel like an outdoor tournament would be way safer at this point. And try to I help just don't even know, know how people feel safe going to do these things, man. Like, I just, I'm still, it, like, super kids. skeptical about, like, going to bars and stuff. And there's been outside bars that we have now that you can go to. And I still just be, like, looking at any and everything getting touched and just be like, oh, man. Like, what if I touch that? Like, am I going to get corona? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I'm shook all the time. So, Same. I basically just, you know, like, I order everything. I've been, my door, my dash pass has been getting maximum usage. We go out to get groceries on Friday. And like, that's pretty much the only time I really like leave the house, you know? Mm, yeah. Uh, I, I'm the same way. I, I go outside to go gro- do get, get groceries, but I also have to go out to do laundry as well. We don't have a laundromat in our building, but other right. than that, like that's all we do. Uh, I did, however, uh, take my girlfriend out to a park uh, when it was her birthday last week. And we had a, saw one of our friends drive us. And when we were at this park, dude, like it was just, there's so many people that are taking it so lightly. There's so many people in that park not wearing masks. So we would like avoid those people. It was like, I would say it was like 25, 30% of the people out there were not wearing masks. And it's just like, okay, they clearly don't care. Granted, you're outside. So it's like, it's not as easy to contract it. But I think it's just like a, like you should just respect other people. And that's the type of people are probably going to these tournaments. People that are like, don't take it as seriously or young kids. I think they're invincible or don't care about the repercussions or are just, a flat out misinformed because they don't know any better. And then they go to these tournaments cause they miss it and they're bored and I can get behind that, you know? So, but it, it, if I was a TO and I saw my business was failing and I was like, I'm either going to lose this business unless I open up. I don't, I think I would, it's such a tough call because that's like your livelihood, but I would try to find an alternate route. I think I, I just, I would not feel comfortable putting people in danger. Like imagine being yeah. responsible for someone getting corona and then dying because you had an event. Like that that must yeah, I mean a lot of people have tried to do uh like they've tried to do like uh you know like GoFundMe's and shit, like, oh man, can like, you know, let's let's pitch in so we can keep this venue alive for like another month or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean you can only do that so many times, you know what I'm saying? Right. So Yeah, so but I I don't know what the answer is though. That it, it's a it's a terrible situation they've been put in, you know? Yeah. Like there's only so much you can do. Like I know, I know there's card shops, for instance, that also host you know tournaments. Um, and they keep the card shops open just to sell cards. And they've been like you know pushing that more towards like the you know people to help get the community to help them out. I know Zeno, for instance, in New York City has been thriving because they still sell cards, even though we have not hosted a tournament in since March. Uh, but they're still staying afloat somehow. And I know eventually it's going to come down to us going to have to like help them out with you know GoFundMe, but as yet to happen. I know other tournaments have locals have t- like closed uh, versus gaming in Florida closed down. That was a big shocker because that, that, that series has been open forever. Mm-hmm. Like I, what, I just, what was it? What was the store? A uh, versus down in Florida. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was, I was reading another comment. I think there's some people in my, my actual chat and said, uh, uh, so spin car said, what if uh, it was made to let people practice for PS2 on Wi-Fi because they refuse to give us hazards off or anything we actually want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Maybe that's what they were trying to do with a small battlefield now that you can, like, 
practice on small battlefield, they're like, I mean, it's, it's double plat, right? But it's there's still differences that actually matter. And then mm. Sean the Waker says they, uh, they're bringing back drive-in theaters. A drive-in Smash tournament doesn't sound too far-fetched. Imagine that. Got to drive your car to the front, stay in your car, and, and play from there. Got to have the super extender. Wait, wait, wait for your match to get called. You have to like drive up. Hey, you, you drive through like five times. Hey, did you call my match yet? Did you call my match yet? It causes like, bro, congestion. just stop. Please stop wasting <laughs> your gas. I will tell you, you know, when it's time to, uh, when it's time to happen. So that extend, that extender actually hits different though, man. I, I, I used to play like mad GameCube games with that like extra extender before they started giving you the extra long, uh, Cords. And even now, that extra long cord plus that extender is, you know what I'm saying? That's nice. Did um, you have you ever like played Smash like in a car before? Where like uh, like like for instance, like um, back in the Brawl days, I remember I was in someone's like minivan and we had like eight of us in there, and the, there was like a TV that you could unpull from the ceiling, like one of those old va- minivans had like a really crappy TV with that probably had a shit ton of input lag. I never played it on that, but we did have portable monitors a lot. Uh, oh, and we play, like on road trips. So I still have a portable monitor now. I just, you know, don't take it anywhere because usually if if I'm going to play something, I'm going to stream it. So, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, guess I used with, to have that. It used to be cool. I guess with Ultimate, you just need the Switch. You don't actually need to bring a monitor anymore. Uh, I mean, yeah, the Switch, the dock, it's the TV. Got, it's got that little thingy that you can, like, set it up for shop, you know, make it look all nice. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, like, that's cool, too. But I'm saying, like, for streaming purposes. Right. I need my own dock, and uh, and I do have that. I do have the dock for that, and I have um, I have something else to go for that too. Oh, uh, and my like my portable setup is basically just my another HD 60s and my old laptop that does a good enough job letting me stream. So. And in some good news, sports are coming back, and so are your chances to bet on your favorite teams and events. Major League Baseball is finally kicking off this week, and there's no better place to start wagering than our exclusive partners, Bet Online. Check out all the odds, futures, and props to bet on, all available 24-7. And with a turn of sports, Bet Online sat down with former pro players Eddie George, Harold Reynolds, and seven-time NBA champ Robert Horry. See what they had to say and what it'll be like playing without fans in a series they're calling Fandemic. Visit betonline.ag for all your odds, up-to-date sports news, and more. Remember to use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. And have you ever heard of DealDash.com? It's the best, most honest bidding site where you can win things you never expect at a price you never believe. They have over a 1,000 auctions every day on electronics, appliances, beauty products, home decor, and even cars. Here's how it works. It's like an auction, but every time starts at zero dollars and only goes up one cent every time you bid the kicker is that the auction clock restarts after just 10 seconds that means every time you bid everyone else has 10 seconds to answer or the item is yours if you go ahead and buy now deal dash is offering our listeners an extra 100 free bids upon sign up on top of other discounts go to deal dash.com and use the offer code prediction or deal dash.fm forward slash prediction that's d-e-a-l-d-a-s-h.fm forward slash prediction and now let's get back to the next topic. Uh, I guess we can get into questions now. It's probably probably going to be a shorter show uh, today than usual. We didn't have a lot to talk about. So, guys, those questions, man, when you see those the, that question topic come out, you got to go ahead and drop the questions in there because that's basically the, the brunt of the show now. <laughs> until uh, tournaments that, open up. Yeah, until tournaments open up. We just don't really have a lot to talk about. So, uh, with that being said, I think we only got like three today, but... Uh, there, there was two. There was one that I got from the stream chat too, and it was, uh, "How did you feel about the the stream or the Street Fighter uh, announcement?" I already oh. gave my 
thoughts. I was like, I only really care about Akira. I don't really care about anybody else being put into the game, but it's still cool that that game is getting updates. Yeah, um, I, I was under the impression that they were just going to try to focus on Street Fighter 6 next year, according to the leaks or whatever, but they decided to go with the season five. So they're just going to keep adding characters. I caught the stream. Uh, Dan looks pretty hype because it's Dan and he's funny. And there, I know some characters probably players going to probably try to main him, but he'll probably be bad. Everyone else I was kind of like eh, about I'm not much of a Street Fighter guy. And I like I don't I don't uh, who was who was the girl that was added last the fourth character. That was uh the, the, from from the pocket uh, the rumble game the high school rumble like what is it called like I see I don't even know oh, the series Akira. yeah Akira. Akira yeah I don't I didn't even I didn't even know who Akira was so like I that, I was not excited about that she looks cool but I didn't know who she was okay yeah no I'm, I was a big rival schools player so that's that was oh cool. okay yeah um all right so coming in from our, our main guy Sagaramil Patel he always comes through he says hey TK this question is mostly for you though. Uh, but do you personally deal? How do you personally deal with streamer burnout? I feel like with quarantine, this is a perfect time to grind the stream. But I'm also worried the streamers are starting to uh, training themselves a bit too much. Would love to know your thoughts. Uh, my streamer burnout's like, I mean, it, it has to happen now, dude. This is like the only way that I like get revenue. So I had to pretty much go hard on the streams because there wasn't much else to do, and because of that. Uh, I don't, I don't worry too much about burnout. I feel like I make my own schedule as is anyway, and I've, I've pretty much been enjoying what I've been streaming and stuff. But if I was to be still just a Smash streamer, I probably would have catch burn, uh, caught burnout a long time ago. There's just only so much content that you can do with Smash before you're like, Jesus, bro, Like I need to do something else. So I'm glad that there's all these games coming out that I can play with my friends or without my friends. Like There's one-player stuff coming out soon. I'm going to get into uh, that Windbound thing at the end of this month so that should be nice but yeah man there's just always something to do so which is which has made it kind of easy for me to uh, avoid stream burnout and i'll take breaks just off of my like mental health more than worrying about like oh man i got i got a stream today because i want to keep my schedule like if i wake up and i'm just having like a terrible mental health day i'm just not going to stream unless it gets better throughout the day but usually you know it takes it takes a bit Streaming is a hard job, man. That's like that's not a five days a week. You don't have weekends with that, you know. Like you stream every day if you want to keep growing. Except for like you said, you have those days where you just can't go live because if you go live when you're not feeling good, like you're gonna put on a you're gonna put on a crappy show. So it's like that's totally understandable. Uh, uh, for me, like I don't like I I did search. I got back into streaming a couple weeks ago, but like I'm not like. I'm streaming for fun right now. I have other sources of income, so I don't have to worry about it. So I feel bad for you guys when you like that's your main source of income and that's what you have to i mean I, I would i wanted it to be my main source of income just throughout the years i've been streaming i just right i got like way busy and like way bigger in commentary so my stream schedule started to take a hit and that's why i started bringing my uh stuff to the road like i still want to be considered more a streamer or at least 50 50 but i feel like people see me as like a commentator who just streams when like in, in actuality like i've been streaming much longer and more successfully than i was a commentator it's just when i became a successful commentator it was a big boom and then you know the money floweth so yeah yeah okay yeah yeah so like do you do you see yourself in the future like uh not traveling as much to concentrate more on streaming when the tournament's open back up or do you want to like get back on the because i'm not i'm not there like if i was there and i had like two thousand subs like every month or whatever then maybe but uh i'm barely breaking a thousand like i'm I'm not even breaking a thousand anymore i broke a thousand right on my birthday and then the next day i was back down to 700 so you know fuck me up uh fuck me up dog but uh, you, you can't focus on those numbers man like because like especially when they like fluctuate like that 
Yeah, like, I mean, but still, you know, I really wish I could just hold a nice thousand, you know, while, while we're looking at everybody else around me and holding those high numbers. Kind of, you know, it's just competition shit. Shit sucks. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, like, I could see myself retiring from Smash commentary before I see myself stop streaming. I may, like, be lesser on streaming, but it's also just a nice hangout, you know? Get to see people that, you, or that come through that you don't get to see as much as uh, you normally would. And just kind of ha- get to have stupid moments happen. My you know, clips are all cool and all that good stuff. So, yeah, it's just, I like streaming. I like streaming a lot. I like commentary a lot, too, but I can see myself getting out of commentary sooner than later. M- more so because of the scene. And, like, I'm still growing, but the scene is, like, not. Like, everyone is still, you know, I, I might be 30, 32, 33, but everyone is still, like, 18, 19. And I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm losing more friends as years goes on because other people are retiring. So I don't have to worry about losing friends in streaming because, like, yeah, you guys can be 17, 18, 19 watching my stream, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to, like, you know, hang out with y'all, be forced to hang out with y'all, like, at Denny's later. So, yeah, it's just, like, it's, it's just different. It's just different. Those Denny's, like when you have like a giant group of people go out for Denny's, it's it, it, it. I always feel weird when I'm like there with like the younger people too. So like it's, I I can get that vibe. Um, I I've been feeling myself a little bit more uh, disconnected with Smash as well, uh, especially with I'm not traveling as much, and it it feels good to branch out into other games and see other game series. Like uh, it, it's been nice. Like I wish I wish Smash could grow up too, but we'll we'll see what the future holds. Yeah, um, I guess our last question of the day was: uh, Do you think, uh, or this from Fly Guy Ty eight thirty says, should FOD hazards on be legal after this last patch? Isn't there still technically lag with Wario's bike? I, I heard about that. Yeah, but I feel like that's such such a minuscule thing that like it shouldn't be, like what's holding it down. They mm-hmm. have fixed like ninety nine point nine percent of it, and I'm not even sure if that that Wario bike thing is. Uh, factual or not i've seen some tweets about it but i haven't read too far into it Same. um but the the fact of the matter is it's still hazards on so no like no. It, you can't have hazards on like in, unless they make the ui change to make it so i could like select hazards on really easily by like hitting x before i select the stage it's too huge of a hassle you have to go back to the menu change the rule set before i go wait are we on the correct rule set go back you know how many times it's gonna happen that someone's gonna pick the wrong rule set when you're trying to get to a certain stage like, it's, it's too big of a hassle hazards on will never be a thing until they make the ui change yeah, and I don't think they're ever going to make the UI change. Because, like, yeah, I mean, I think uh, the 2GG started, tried, to, tried to do that, like, really early. And then there was, like, mad matches that were getting played on PS2 that end up, like, not being on hazards off. So, like, halfway through the match, it was changed. And then they were like, oh, man, we got to restart the whole match. And so you can only see that so many times for you. Like, all right, you guys are either too dumb to recognize this or, or just no one, you know, it's it's too much of... It leaves too much room for human error. And that's what you have to, like, account for when you're, like, running tournaments. Like, how much human error can I cut down on? And that's one of them, you know? Yeah. That's definitely one of them. And it goes with my large stage list thing, too, you know? The, the less stages, the better for that regard. But, you know, I'm okay with whatever stage list we end up going for. Uh, Yeah, no, no hazards. That's my thought. Yeah. Never going to happen. Well, uh, I would, I might, I might do like a no hazards playlist just on my uh, stream, just because I want to play like Smashville with the moving platform, and I, I do want to see what Fountain of Dreams is like. But for the most part, hazards off, one thousand percent the way to go. I'm glad we're not talking about, um, we're not talking about Smash Meter anymore. That that was good. I'm glad we cut that, uh, you know, cut that out as quick as possible. 
but yeah, that got just, that 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 pretty much got proven false by a uh, glitch six, right? Where we had the tournament, where we had Smash Meter on, it was just terrible because it was just Peaches putting people to sleep off stage to kill them at zero percent. We might want to use a different hashtag for Blast on tonight. Why? What happened? Oh, the explosion. We, uh... Is oh, that, are they are they are they using blast zone as a hashtag for that? Oh, oh no! Is that what is that what it is? Um, I forgot where it happened, but there was a building. Uh, uh, Beirut, Beirut. Am I pronouncing that right? Uh, Beirut. Uh, apparently it was um, they had a building filled with fireworks or something, and there was something. There was another chemical there. I forgot what the chemical was that was just sitting there for a long time, and it got too hot, so it caused a huge explosion. You should see the video. Like, it was nuts. Do you, like, I mean, do you think they're going to use the hashtag Blast Zone while they're talking about I it? I have no idea. I'm just like... <laughs> that's what I thought uh, of when I saw that comment in the, the chat. Nitrate, that's what it was. It was nitrate. I... I I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to see how that goes. I guess I'll tell... <laughs> hashtag I'll tell, Blast... Uh, Tony. Hashtag blast zone. Did you see the explosion? <laughs> that's that's OD. Oh my god. I would actually be very surprised to see something like that. Just hashtag blast zone. Yeah, so uh what do y'all think about Lebanon? I'm like, oh please no. Alright, well, we'll come back. We'll get to that road when we get to that road. Guys, uh I know it's more of a shorter episode, but again, uh more questions, longer episodes. So uh, thank you guys for the few questions that we got today. And I thank mm-hmm. you guys for continuing to support Hard Reads uh, every week if you guys decide to drop through here. If you, it's your first time here, make sure you hit that follow button. Also, uh, you can find this whole talk and all the other talks that we've had before this on uh, Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and you can find it on my YouTube a little later once the video comes out. Uh, also, you got any final words? Uh, just more questions, but it really helps us out. Uh, you guys can add us anytime. Well, maybe not add us anytime. But like on the day of, if you add us, like and then ask the question, we'll probably get to it. Uh, we also have the Smash Reddit up as well, uh, the the post there. If you want to put post questions there, so there's multiple avenues for these questions. Hold on, reply to this tweet. I oh yeah, oh that one. There you go. Yeah 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean they should probably. I think they should. Maybe they gotta hit the retweet on my like questions tweet. But it's all good. For uh, I mean you know we'll get them next time. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you got your final words. I, I missed it because I was happy to, to get right. Oh, that, <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. All right. Well, guys, uh, I'll see you in a little bit for Blast Zone, obviously. Uh, you know, take care of yourselves, be safe out there, and have a good night. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.